Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. And it looks like most Asian shares are starting the week in the red. And that's after a mixed U.S. jobs report and a reversal of gains on Wall Street that saw the S&P 500 lose a near 1% gain. So to find out more about what's moving markets to start off this brand new week, as well as what we should be looking out for in the coming days, joining us on the phone today is Wong Kok Hung, who is the head of equity sales trading at Maybank Securities. Kok Hung, welcome to the show. Hello, Hongbin. Yep, it's a uh, feel good to be back again. Yep. <laughs> it's a pleasure to have you on again. So, Kok Hung, you know, how are markets faring to kickstart this new week? What's moving markets today? Actually, as you mentioned, I think, uh, you know, there's some pockets of weaknesses, mm-hmm. especially in Hong Kong, China, and Korea, I think, uh, mm-hmm. ended maybe about three quarter percent down. Uh, but in general, I think it's holding. It's holding quite uh, decently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, the rest of us, Asia and also ASEAN, mm-hmm. um, I guess it has to do with, I think, Friday, the job numbers are yeah. out. Yeah, it's a, big, uh, a little bit uh, weaker than expected. Mm-hmm. So I guess the rates are just a bit lower in the US, the US. And also, I think the dollar actually is a bit softer. Mm-hmm. So that's provided some support uh, for Asia at this first day of trading of the week. Okay, yeah. okay. We'll talk a little bit more about the data that we saw on Friday in just a bit. But, you know, markets were heavily moved by the downgrade by Fitch ratings on the US credit rating last week. Can we see that affecting markets this week as well? I guess, uh, I think part of that will continue to weigh on, I think, uh, specifically the US stocks mm-hmm. this week. Just to point out something pretty interesting. Mm. Uh, I think I think the uh, downgrade came on a Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, if you look at the 10-year yield, mm. uh, 10-year yield actually were trading around 4.02, mm. 4.03%. It went out about uh, maybe 15, 16 beeps uh, to about a peak of about uh, 4.18% on Thursday. Mm. Right, And then back on Friday, uh, then on Friday itself, you had the non-farm payrolls out. As mentioned earlier, it was weaker. Mm-hmm. And so the yields actually came off uh, back to about 4.03, 4.04% over the weekend. So I guess I guess maybe maybe the the, the concerns about the strength of the U.S. economy mm-hmm. uh, for this week will play a bigger role. And um, also I guess uh, like you're mentioning the Fitch downgrade. I think the other thing to watch will be the uh, U.S. long bond auctions. Uh, they're having a couple this Wednesday, Thursday. The mm-hmm. long bonds talking about 10 years and the 30 years. So there'll be an uh, increased supply, like mm. uh, about 103 billion US dollars now mm-hmm. for this for this few. And then that's versus the previous about ninety six billion. Mm-hmm. So how well investors uh, take up these uh, bond auctions mm-hmm. will determine how, uh, like you know, which direction rates will go. So I think this uh, this this one of the events following mm-hmm. the fish downgrade that uh, investors should uh, keep a lookout for this week. I see, I see. Now let's circle back to the U.S. jobs data report. I mean, there was something for every bull and bear in Friday's economic data, and it was providing details on what the Fed is close to wrapping up its hiking cycle. I mean, Kakung, do investors largely believe the last rate hike last month was the last or is it more of a mixed mood now? 
uh, I, I guess investors are always uh, a little bit more optimistic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at the Fed funds rate futures, um, I think they're just predicting one more hike okay. of 25 basis points in September, and that's it for the year, mm. right? Uh, but over the weekend, I think uh, one of the Feds, uh, Bowman, she actually came out uh, and said, like, you know, they may have to keep on rise, raising rates. Mm. And she's still referencing the inflation rate at 2%, the target. Mm-hmm. So it's a case of a flip-flop, right? Like, you know, investors are hoping that it's one more and nothing. Mm-hmm. And then the you know, Fed is coming out with a slightly, like, you know, different people are speaking. And then uh, you know, this Bowman is actually are coming out with a bit more hawkish mm-hmm. uh, a tone. But I think all in all, in my view, now you're talking about a funds rate of about 525 to 5.5%. Right. So whether it's 25 bips or whether it's 50 bips from here, I don't think it will make much difference. Mm-hmm. I think investors may probably be shifting their focus to other stuff. Yeah. Okay, okay. I mean, in fact, the S&P 500, that it raised a gain that approached 1% last Friday. I want to talk a little bit about the S&P 500. Is it on track to erasing all the gains that it saw in the beginning of the year? Or, I mean, is there more room to run? I guess, uh, like, quite a few people are cautious, right? Mm-hmm. I think the index has uh, risen about 16 70% this year. Mm. You know, I think, interestingly, sometimes I just look at supports and resistance levels, mm-hmm. and I believe they work. Mm. So I think uh, right now, if you look at me, look at the S and P five hundred, I would guess that mm-hmm. they will probably be resting on a support level right now. Right, mm. uh, I mean, I have the support level down at like about four 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 five zero to four four six zero level. Now it's four four seven eight. Okay. So if you look at a Nasdaq Composite, it's pretty much trading the same. He has a decent one this year. Now resting on support. Um, I guess uh, I think I always assume that you know things are trading in a sideways markets. Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, in this case, I will assume the S and P to be trading sideways. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, I feel like some experts are saying, you know, U.S. stock market is in a bubble that's been powered by irrational exuberance. Some say it's, you know, it's a bear market rally. Others say it's a bull market that has more room to run. What is your view? Where are we at? I guess at this uh, at this juncture, that's why I say what makes the market interesting is different people have different views, mm-hmm. right? You're buying and somebody mm-hmm. who's bearish will try to sell it to you. But I guess, like I mentioned, it's trading at a range. Mm-hmm. Right? I, was, I was just thinking it's sideways, it's trading at a range. And uh, I think if people want to put more money to work, they can, but uh, not, not to be overly crazy because it does look a bit, uh, you know, like overdone. Mm-hmm. But uh, because sometimes, you know, it's best dressed. Like, you know, there's nowhere to put your money. There's this familiar term called Tina, right? Mm. There is no alternative, right? So I guess U.S. stock is still one of the better dress. Yeah. Uh, I around. So it's just going to be holding there. So the, <laughs> so I think that's, that's probably where I think it is, like, a little sideways mm. until we see some new developments okay. over the next few months. Yeah. I see, I see. Let's now focus on markets here in Asia. Um Kong, I mean, some are calling for caution after the sharp surge in Japanese stocks, given concerns about the yen's outlook and the market sensitivity to the global risk-off backdrop seen after Fitch ratings downgrade of the U.S. What's your outlook like on Japanese stocks? I think uh, on the trading front, uh, as mentioned before, like you know, we look at support and resistances. You know, the Nikkei two two five actually very interesting today. It mm-hmm. touched uh, about the low of three one eight hundred. That's about a six week low, and then it rebounded again, right? So I think I'm just going to apply the same theory where I apply to U.S. stocks, right? The story mm-hmm. is good, like you know, for the last couple of months. You know, foreign monies are rushing in. I'm just going to guess that it's going to be trading 
mm-hmm. in the range with about three one eight hundred at the lower bound. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, what's making Japanese equities so attractive at the moment for most investors? I guess uh, I think I think this phenomenon has started in May. Mm-hmm. I know Warren Buffett buying into it uh, yeah. certainly helped, right? And on top of that, I guess uh, it's a better corporate results. Mm. I know the share buybacks, and I think Abe's era reforms. I think his uh, arrows. I think one of them is to make Japanese companies more globally competitive. Mm-hmm. So that has started to bear fruit. And, uh, and of course, I think a weak yen mm. is actually helping with the exporters over there. Mm-hmm. And I guess if you look at developed markets, that's where all the money is at now, you know, whether mm-hmm. in US, Europe or Japan. Mm-hmm. You have a relatively less restrictive monetary policy. Mm. Although they are talking about tweaking the yield curve and all like that upper bound. But they're generally less restrictive versus the rest of the developed markets. So I guess these factors are helping the industrials, they're helping the shippers, you know, some of the uh, defense stock, mm-hmm. some of the auto stock. I think Toyota is trading at an all-time high. You know, the local consumption stock, local delivery, local courier stocks, Yamato. Mm. Uh, and then our financials are all doing pretty well. Okay, yeah. okay. Then can Japanese stocks outperform Chinese stocks? Actually, I, I, I think it's not a relative thing, right? I mm-hmm. think most people are looking at like Chinese stocks when they can ever like it'll come out again. Mm-hmm. I think over the last two three years, I think some investors felt like uh, I mean disappointed, right? Mm. Uh, I think we we're expecting you know the central authorities uh, or the central government to do something, and and right now they seem to be moving. People are expecting like a big like you know they were expecting a stronger maybe stimuli. Mm. But, uh, you know, it's just releasing bits by bits over the couple, last couple of weeks. But that's enough for the market for now. Mm-hmm. So coming back to your question, I think I think Chinese stocks uh, definitely have a better risk-reward ratio right now. Mm-hmm. But of course, it might end up like the last two or three years disappointing. Mm. But uh, Japanese stocks, I guess, it will probably, like, you know, throughout the rest of this year, bearing any unforeseen or like any other, like, you know, developments, mm-hmm. adverse developments, it could perhaps outperform, I guess, because of the reasons we mentioned yeah, mm. in the last uh, few questions. yeah. Okay, okay. Now, I want to go back to the U.S. Um, you know, top thing to watch out for this week is the closely watched measure of U.S. inflation, the Consumer Price Index. What are you expecting? Okay, I, think the, that's, I think every week, every every month, right, you watch out for two numbers. First is the yeah. Friday, mm-hmm. you know, non-farm payroll, and then mm-hmm. after the middle of the month, you look out for the CPI. Uh, if you look at the consensus on Bloomberg, I think the headline inflation is around plus 3.3% year-on-year. Mm-hmm. So X food and the vol- uh, energy, the mm-hmm. volatile factors, uh, the estimation is still pretty high, 4.8% year-on-year plus. Mm-hmm. So by having said that, I think the last, the past two releases, uh, I know CPI has been able to come in more or less within uh, within within expectations. Mm-hmm. And that has been, uh, pop- that has been uh, actually... Uh, supporting, like, you know, the markets uh, actually did well after the CPI. Mm-hmm. So I guess this time, you know, it'll probably be about the same. Uh, I don't think we we'll see any large surprises, you know, mm-hmm. in this round. Yeah. Okay, I see, I see. So how are markets expected to react to this inflation data if, let's say, it doesn't signal an ease in inflation? I guess, uh, you know, they will probably be, be uh, you know, having a bit more action. Like, uh, you know, we'll probably see a bit of sell-off. Mm-hmm. As mentioned before, I think most of these uh, U.S. stock indices are resting on some near-term support levels. Mm-hmm. So if you do have a very hot number, you know, we might see a break lower from here. Yeah. 
Okay, okay. And before we let you he- let you go here, Kao Kung, what else should we be looking out for this week? Uh, you know, as a like you know, investors, you know, you'll always be busy. <laughs> so as mentioned, you have the U.S. Treasury auction. Mm-hmm. Look out for the long bonds auction. There's mm-hmm. been a lot of chatter actually, okay. and concerns about higher rates, whether U.S. can service debts, you know, this and that. So mm-hmm. just watch out for that on Wednesday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. You know, might cause some big moves in the uh, ten-year, in the longer-term uh, bond yields. Mm. And uh, you know, a lukewarm response, right? Not so many people. The bid to cover ratio is low. Mm-hmm. You know, it might just send this uh, rate soaring. So let's watch out for that. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, I think uh, personally, I will look out for China large tech earnings. Okay. Firstly, so Alibaba is on the tenth. Mm. I think it's on Thursday. So you know, a couple of stuff going on. And uh, of course, uh, you know, the CPI and all. So it will be a pretty busy uh, action-packed week, I guess, uh, towards the end of the week. Yeah. It looks like there are a lot of things to look out for this week. Well, thank you so much, Kao Kung, for your time and your insights today. You are so welcome. I feel, I mean, it's good to be back here, actually, yeah, <laughs> on the show again. Yeah. Have a great week ahead, yeah? Yeah, same to you. Yeah, thank thanks, you. Thank you. Thanks. We've been speaking with Wong Kok Hung, who is the head of equity sales trading at Maybank Securities. I'm Hong Bin Jung, and this has been Money and the Market. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.